Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? Welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. I'm your host, as always, John Chapman. And finally, we get a word from the two big guys themselves. I think there's really only one big guy, but we got some extra words from John Lynch as well. Not trying to knock anything away from him. It's, it is the Kyle Shanahan Show. And I think it's always been the Kyle Shanahan Show. He was the one that was hired first. And then on top of that, uh, <laughs> this is quarterback. And the offensive coach gets to coach the quarterback. That's what's happening. So we, we've got a lot of word salad uh, <laughs> that I like to, to put out there. It's where you say a lot of words, but none of it really means anything. And we're going to try to sift through some of that because I think that there were some very meaningful things said in the press conference today. And if you haven't watched it, that's okay. We got you covered. Uh, shout out to Juan Solis. He's he's the man behind the scenes for the 40 Hours Rush podcast, one of the best human beings that I know. Uh, that dude works so hard just getting clips and helping You know this podcast. Be, I didn't think we were going to be able to get an episode out today. Got out of school late, you know, trying to get stuff taken care of. But because of that guy, uh, he's, he's awesome. We got an episode today. So we're going to go through a lot of this stuff, and we're just going to talk because – there's a lot to talk about. A shout out to the Countdown crew. Appreciate everybody being here. Uh, shout out to uh, Mimo. Got an interview, job interview. I love it, man. Love seeing people get paid. It's one of my favorite things in the world. I've never been one of those, you know, competitive people with, you know, what other people get. You know, covering sports, I don't think you really can do that when these guys get paid millions of dollars to throw a ball. I love it. When people get paid, I get happy. <laughs> Anybody's getting paid, I'm happy. So I love to see that there. Appreciate it. Countdown crew, man, this is absolutely incredible what we have here. So let's jump in because we got a lot to talk about. And <laughs> you can always tell how a press conference is going to go. You know, in season, you're getting multiple pressers a week. You got your post game, your pregame, your midweek, all that stuff. We get like one every three months now. Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch do not like divulging information in the offseason. So these are rare. So let's talk about this. The very first question, they came out just swinging. The question was, uh, who are you looking to pick at number three? And so we'll hear a little bit of the question, a little bit of Kyle Shanahan, and then we'll talk it over. If the draft begins like everybody thinks it will, Lawrence, number one, and Wilson, two, do you guys know who you're going to pick at number three, A, and, and B, has that changed over the last month? I mean, has this last month all your research 
kind of um, uh, altered what you were thinking when you made this this trade a month ago? Yeah, I mean, I'll say, you know, when we made this decision, we, we knew that there were there were five guys that we thought we felt that we'd be okay with taking. Um, you know, we knew that there was three at the time exactly. That's why we thought three was a good spot to go to. After going through this whole process, I feel good about five guys at three. Um, yeah, we had a guy probably at first back then, but we knew that wasn't set in stone. And we knew the only way we could figure out a little bit more, especially when you can't work out, guys, you can't um, meet with these people. There's a lot of things you can't do this year. Um, the only way we could go off that is if we got closer to where we could do a little more in-depth thing that we didn't have to hide. And we did. And in that time, I think every candidate's gotten stronger. And, yeah, we probably started with one in mind, but um, that one's gotten better since, and so have all the other candidates. Um, so do we know exactly who we want? Maybe, probably, but maybe not. I, I don't feel like I don't feel like we need to say that. And that's not just for our case, but like, you know, lots of stuff happens between now and the draft. And I don't you don't want the whole league knowing exactly what you're set on four days before the draft. Um, and we also care about a lot of people that have been involved in this. I and mean, we gotta know a lot of people and stuff and um, those are the type of questions like narrowing it down or who's been eliminated or things like that that one, I don't know if I want the league to know. I don't think it necessarily helps. Um, and that's why we really, no one's really going to know whether we know or not until we pick. And that's kind of what we're comfortable keeping it at. So I'll say this for my bare minimalist, nobody knows anything that's going on. That last sentence, nobody is going to know who we're going to pick until we make the pick. The 49ers run a tight ship. 49ers don't leak. That's been our motto through this whole process. Now, have some stuff got out there, 100%. You know, you had Ian Rappaport, who I, I think, you know, has a lot of credit. Uh, I, don't, I don't put him up there with Schefter by any stretch. Um, I don't put him up there with a lot of other people either. Uh, Tom Pelissero, by the way, I think is by far the best insider and most accurate out there. A lot of people go straight to Schefter because he's been doing it so long, not to knock Schefter. I think Tom Pelissero is the best NFL insider that's out there. I don't think he gets near as much credit. I don't think I've ever seen him be wrong on one of the things that he puts his name on. But anyway, I digress. Rappaport comes out and says it's down to a two-man race. It very well might be. Now, those two people, Mac Jones, right, and Trey Lance. Trey to the Bay, baby. Uh, we've been Team Trey Lance here with the 40 Hours Rush podcast start to finish. Before we traded up, I wanted Trey Lance. I didn't think that we had an option to get him at 12, but that's who I want. And, you know, to go with the quote that Kyle Shanahan just said, we knew there were three. Now we feel good about five. Eh, he's not looking at all five. It might be down to two now. Kyle knows who he's picking. And John Lynch even said, yeah, Kyle gets to pick this one. This is him. I know I'm the G GM, but he's the offensive play caller. He's the coach. Um, that's kind of big there. And, again, why trade up? We play so much mind-bending logic with the situation. Why would you trade from 12 to 3 if you didn't know the guy that you were going to get? Listen to the man's words. We couldn't work them out. We had to hide our intentions because we didn't want the whole league knowing we were trying to move up. Once we made the trade to three, you didn't have to hide anymore. You got to come out, got to go to all the pro days. You got to do all those things. You got to tell John Beck to work with Trey Lance and all, all the ins and outs. So it makes sense that, hey, maybe we take them at their word, at least in this situation, that they were happy with three. And okay, that's cool. 
Well, if that's the case, why not just stay at 12 and see who falls? And I, I love this question, and I love this answer. If you're excited for a guy at 12, then be excited at 3. My The quote that sticks out, I don't quote myself, uh, Michael Scott moment over here. <laughs> but I, I don't remember the podcast I was on. I was on over 20, probably 30 podcasts leading up to the draft. But somebody asked me, what's the worst case scenario for the 49ers? And I said, trading up for Mac Jones. This was well before we made the trade. If we get Mac Jones at 12, I'd be okay with that. Mac Jones, number 21 player on my board. Well, Kyle Shanahan subtweeted me here. I know you guys know he's part of the countdown crew. He just goes under a different name. I'm pretty sure it's Shot J uh, is Kyle Shanahan. He just won't tell anybody. But here's the, the quote. If you're excited at 12, then be excited at 3. Here's the head coach breaking it down for you, yours truly. Yeah, I think... Like I said, there's five quarterbacks. You know, guys, everyone's excited to draft a quarterback. Um, if you would have been excited about one of these guys at 12, then you should be excited at three. It's about whether you get one. Um, so let us go through the process. We're going to get a good one. Um, yeah, I wish I could take that anxiety away from people, but um, that's because people get excited. You should have seen people who were involved in football call me when I was in college and going through the process. And, oh, my God, was I more stressed out than anyone. And I was more mad than anyone when it didn't go the way that I thought it should go. And so I fully understand everyone about that. But, guys, if you would have been excited at 12, be excited about three. We're going to add a quarterback to our team this year. Um, I think the way, you know, our years have gone in the past few years, you know, especially when Jimmy's gotten hurt, I think our fan base agrees with that. And be happy that we're going to solve that problem this year. Um, I hope it's the one you want. Um, but we'll see. And basically, whoever you want that day, um, make that judgment later. Let's see how they help our team out. Yeah. And I, I would just add, you know, going through this process, it's it really has been fun. Um, I think it is a special class of quarterbacks. I really do. I think they're, um, you know, I think they're excellent players, uh, all in their own right. And I think they're excellent people. Uh, and it's been really cool, uh, albeit most of the time via Zoom, uh, getting to know these people a little better. And uh, they're, they're really some exceptional people that I think are going to do really well in our league. And, um, you know, again, our charge is to go and, um, you know, not worry about the anxiety of our fans, you know, and hopefully, you know, that, that there's some trust there um, that, uh, you know, that what, what I can tell you is that it, it has been an extremely thorough process. We've thought of every angle and, uh, you know, we're going to do our best to, to find, I, you know, I think it's a unique situation. We have the third pick and typically, um, you know, number three picks at quarterback, they're going to teams that aren't that good. I think our roster's pretty good. We got to stay healthy. There's a lot of things that have to happen, but I think our roster is pretty healthy uh, in terms of the, the talent. And so I think it can be a really exciting environment for, um, you know, who, who we decide on uh, to come in and, and play when they're ready to play. It, it, there's so much to unpack there, right? <laughs> You have these guys that you like, and what we left off with John Lynch. Typically, a team picking number three and a quarterback, not that good of a team. Michael Silver, I've been saying this for a long time. It's not just the player that busts. It's the situation that the player goes into. Whomever the 49ers pick at three is going into the best quarterback available situation in the NFL by a mile. So it's not so much, man, you know, is Mac Jones going to be a bust? Is Trey Lance going to be a bust? Here's what I'm saying. Whoever goes in for the 49ers is going to be successful. That's what I truly believe. Now, again, you look at my big board, back to the original thing uh, Kyle Shanahan said. If you're excited at 12, then be excited at 3. 
Mac is my number 21, Fields number six, Lance number five on my big board. And, you know, we're picking at three, and we have our choice, the 49ers do. Let's see what they're going to do there. You got to pull for these guys. If, if Mac, you know, we'll be live draft rounds one and two nonstop. I mean, we're going to have over 12 hours of coverage this weekend alone. So you're going to get a lot of judge happening, uh, whether it's good or bad. I'll have the drinking game up so that you can, you know, inebriate appropriately uh, <laughs> to, to maintain my, you know, idioms, whatever else. But the idea is this. We pick Mac Jones, I'm going to be a little upset. I want Trey Lance really, really bad. I want Justin Fields really, really bad. I do not want Mac Jones really bad. That, that's not what it is at all. However, we can be pissed off about the pick, and we will be. I'll be doing a shot of tequila with you guys as soon as they say Mac Jones' name. But he's in a situation where he could be successful. Did he play with an all-star team? Hell yeah. He did at Alabama. Can he do that with the 49ers? Man, I hope so. Um, now, I can say this, and I've been one of the few people that keep saying this, and I, I don't know if this is going to happen or not, but I want Jimmy Garoppolo to stay for this year for a myriad of reasons, not so much because I'm in love with Jimmy, but because I think the trade market for Jimmy Garoppolo, who we have in contract this year and next year, will be so much better. If the 49ers got a first-round draft choice for Jimmy Garoppolo right now, I freaking boom, trade. I'll be honest, top 40 pick top 50 pick i'm okay with that but the problem is I, I i'm not sure you can get that right now because a lot of teams are set or hoping in the draft so we'll see the question was asked and kyle shedahead's the best in the business at not divulging information the question was asked will jimmy garoppolo be a 49er or on the roster sunday after the draft is over, will Jimmy Garoppolo be traded is what he's asking. So uh, here's good old Kyle Shanahan. Wonderful, wonderful answer. Are, are oh, yeah, that's, uh, um, I can't guarantee that anybody in the world will be alive Sunday. So I can't guarantee who will be on our roster on Sunday. Um, so that goes for all of us. Um, second of all, now I've already forgot your second one. What was it? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll stop it right there. Uh, I don't know if he's predicting Armageddon or if he's predicting a draft trade of the quarterback position. It doesn't really matter. He's not going to divulge, and he doesn't know what's going to happen. There's been rumors Denver's out there. It doesn't really make sense for Denver. He's not really the type of quarterback they go after, but yeah, they're running out of options, especially at that number nine spot. So we'll have to wait and see. Do I think, Jimmy, if I was a betting man, which I am, I can't find this prop anywhere, I would bet Jimmy Garoppolo will be on the 49ers. That's what I want to happen. Because, again, I don't care if it's Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. I don't want a rookie starter. I, I keep freaking, you know, hitting this home. It's not it's not answering. So many of my emails and questions, which I love. Anytime you have something you want to talk some football, get it to me. Can't get to all of them. I try really freaking hard. I'm a teacher as well, uh, but I, I try. That This whole podcast is for the people. It's a fan podcast. I'm not an insider. I don't want to be an insider. It's not what I want to do. I want to evaluate talent. I want to have fun. I want to hang out. I want to talk 49ers. That's what the 49ers Rush Podcast has been for 370 episodes, and it's going to stay that way for probably another 300. So having said all those things, my personal fan um, <laughs> understanding is success happens when a quarterback can sit and learn at a new level. It, not saying he has to sit the whole year. I'm saying, man, the ideal situation, you wait till the bye week. We don't know when that is yet. And then you make the transaction. I want Jimmy Garoppolo starting week one. Now, if he gets injured, 
like he has so many times in the past, then you make the switch. If he's just average, you make the switch. A lot of that depends on what happens in practice as well, which we don't get to see. Now it has been historically proven Jimmy Garoppolo is a terrible practice quarterback. He is really, really, really bad at practice. He is a gamer. Now, who's to say you get Trey Lance or Mac Jones, whoever else, and they come in in training camp, and they are just freaking lighting it up. Well, who's the last North Dakota State quarterback to go pro, right? Carson Wentz. Look at the situation. Eagles traded up aggressively. They thought they had a playoff caliber team, very similar to the 49ers. They were rolling with Sam Bradford. What happened? Teddy Bridgewater in Minnesota goes down in training camp. There's no viable options. At that point, you can hold a King's Ransom. They got a first for Sam Bradford, which is bananas. <laughs> it's, it's stupid, but whatever. That was one. So buy low, sell high is so simple. Do not oversell Jimmy Garoppolo. I understand the cap relief. I understand all those things. I don't care. I don't care. That's not, Our salary cap is fine. We're 10th. We have the 10th most salary cap in the NFL. We have enough money to sign our entire rookie class and extend Fred Warner just fine. So we're at that point right now. Like We, we don't have to do anything. We're fine. We've, we've got what we need for this year. Salary cap's going to jump up next year, and we, we can deal with that later. But again, you get that you know home run, first-round pick, you go do that trade in an instant. I just don't think we're going to get it. I hope I'm wrong. But if we do trade Jimmy Garoppolo, even if we do get a first-round pick, now you got to get a veteran in there. You, you can't go into <laughs> 2021 with this roster with Josh Rosen, Josh Johnson, and whoever they pick at three. Nope, can't do that. So now you're going to have to pick somebody else up, whether you're trading for Gardner Minshew or whatever. I, I don't know. Swapping whoever you, you, you know, pull in Teddy Bridgewater. I, I don't know. You got to get, I do not want, I don't want a rookie starting. I just don't. This entire draft, the entire franchise, this entire front office is predicated on one thing now. They push their chips in. If, if this number three quarterback is not successful, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch's jobs will be in jeopardy in the near future. That's just the way it goes. That, that's not an opinion. That is a fact. When, Look what happened with Carson Wentz. The head coach got fired. They won a damn Super Bowl, and two years later, he was gone. That is a reality. They didn't win it because of Carson Wentz, but he was an MVP-type caliber, whatever. That's where we are. Now, with Jimmy Garoppolo, what's Jimmy going to do knowing he's just you know a temporary placeholder at the quarterback position? Well, the question was asked. What's going on with Jimmy? Is he around? What's his attitude like? Well, guess what? Jimmy Garoppolo, it's not the first time he's been in this situation. In fact, he's been in the exact opposite. Well, here's what they had to say about Jimmy Garoppolo. Are, are, are oh, yeah, that's, uh, um, I can't guarantee that anybody in the world will be alive someday, so I can't guarantee. Oop, I apologize about that. Wrong clip, That, but I felt like you needed to hear it again. Here we go. Jimmy Garoppolo as a pro. Uh, guys, on the topic of uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, how do you look at his situation at this point? Um, how is he handling this, and uh, what do you expect – Thursday night's impact to be on his future with the team. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy's been a pro. He really has, Dan. I, I, I just spoke to him uh, over the weekend, and uh, he's here. He's taken part in our, our uh, virtual meetings, um, you know, plans on being at the workouts. And uh, Jimmy's been completely professional, as he always has been with us. And, uh, you know, um, it's, 
I, th I think the thought is, and I'm sure some might say, okay, well, if all those things are the case and, and he's extremely talented, what, you know, why, why are you doing this? Why you, why did you make such a bold move? And, uh, you know, so much goes into that, but Jimmy knows, uh, I think one thing we've always tried to do with all our players and, uh, Jimmy, uh, as well, is is just be be very upfront and uh, honest, and uh, with what we're doing and why we're doing it. And uh, my experience as a player, when people do that, you can live with that. And um, you know, Kyle, I don't, I don't know if you have anything to add there. No, I mean the the biggest thing with Jimmy is his injuries. It's been very tough for us when he's been hurt, and um, you know, and it's happened two out of these three years. Um, and, and that's where it starts. And Jimmy knows that. I've been very upfront with him with everything, and. Um, you know, we've been zooming these last two weeks. Uh, I'm excited to get him in here coming up, especially when this draft's over. Um, but I feel very fortunate taking a rookie quarterback that we do have a guy like Jimmy um, that, you know, we didn't, we, 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 you know, we didn't sign a guy who's capable or has the history of being a starter right away. But we have a guy who every time he's been a starter, he's played at a high level. Um, so to have that with Jimmy while adding a rookie, a rookie quarterback gives us a lot of leeway into this. I'm not going to set anything in stone, but I know that's a situation that it would be hard to, to get rid of. I mean, when you take a rookie quarterback and you have a veteran like Jimmy who we know we can win with, um, just to move on from that is something that um, it's not easy to do. That, that is a good situation for us, and I think that's something that will be important to us this year. I mean, he's there. He's showing up. He's got 25 million reasons to show up. But again, if the logic in what Kyle Shanahan is saying there, Jimmy Garoppolo is fine, and he wins games. It's just the injuries. And we've talked about that. He definitely has some limitations with the deep ball, things like that, whatever. But you keep winning games when he's out there. Why not roll with him? Win those games. You have a playoff caliber roster now. What you did in free agency, signing all those one-year deals, says this year matters. We're not just punting to the future and going to see. So let the dude play. Let him go. And it, it behooves him as well because he wants to keep his contract. You know, he's got $25 million this year. And again, whether he's traded now or in the future, offseason, whatever, it doesn't matter. He wants to keep that contract. He's still playing for a contract. Um, and he's been a hell of a teammate the whole time. He, he, think back to the terrible games of Jimmy Garoppolo. He has never thrown one person under the bus or said one negative thing about any other person, not only on the 49ers players or front office at all. He's never said anything bad about anybody for the Patriots, even though he was traded and didn't get a play. Like, the dude is legit, okay? He's a great teammate. Um, you might not like him, and that's okay because of how he plays or what's happened with the injuries. That's okay. That's why the 49ers made this trade up. And I'm seeing some people throw it out. Nate Sudfeld, you are correct. I, I left him off. My apologies to the Sudfeld family. Uh, he's a stud. Are you comfortable with Nate Sudfeld being week one starter? I sure as hell am not. Um, yeah, I, I think he's there to compete for that uh, quarterback three with Rosen. But no, I'm not okay with that. I want a decent, I would much rather, he, here's what I'd say. Let's say somebody offers us a late second for Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm just going off the fly here. They offer us a late second. This year, this offseason, the draft night, you know, boom, we drafted number three. Somebody misses a quarterback, and let's, let's, let's play this out. Let's look at the, the teams that are available there. Yeah, they're, they're, the first kind of quarterback needed to, let's say Pittsburgh. Okay, I don't think Pittsburgh would, but let's just say Pittsburgh. You know, big Ben's old, whatever else. They offer us pick number 55. In the 2021 draft for Jimmy Garoppolo. I would say no. I'd say nope. Here's why. 
I'd rather take one year of Jimmy G and then transition to a rookie when the rookie is ready and then trade for a second next year than trade him now for a second. You might be able to get a first. There's going to be more quarterback needy teams next year. Jimmy Garoppolo has a trade, no trade clause now, so Jimmy could say no. He doesn't next season. Um, I would much rather just wait because I think the low end, look what Sam Darnold got, and he's, he's a big contract next year. Jimmy's outplayed him by far. The injury concerns are there. Maybe he stays healthy for six, seven games straight, plays pretty good, and then we move to the rookie. Now you've just upped what you're going to get for him. You've upped the trade market for, for that guy. That's why I want to wait. So take that for what you will. Uh, that's just my opinion. I know a lot of people think I'm wrong, and I'm okay with that. Now, uh, back to the press conference. This is awesome. They tried to get Kyle Shanahan again. The question was, what do you like about Mac Jones? And, man, Kyle did not disappoint. Well, uh, I'm not trying to be too specific here, but I guess I will be. Uh, what do you like about Mac Jones? Um, I like that him along with four other guys I think is capable of being our starting NFL quarterback. <laughs> This dude just out there ghosting these beat writers, and everybody's doing their job. It's it's the beat reporter's job to be there and try to get these questions and sound bites out, and it's Kyle Shanahan's job to smile and be like, nope, wrong, and just say no. Uh, <laughs> and so that's funny. You know, uh, first off, the recovery, 716. Thank you for the gift. Appreciate that. Uh, he says this. The presser made me sad. John, are we really taking McCorkle? Okay. Kyle Shanahan's not going to tip his hand, and he said nobody's going to know the pick till we make the pick. But here's what I got to say. I've been on Trey Lance the whole time. I'm not jumping off ship now. If I had to put percentages on it, here's what I would say off the top of my head. 50% uh, chance it's Lance, uh, Trey Lance. 35% McCorkle. 15% Fields. Fields is taking a little bit of a hit, but again, I've said this a long time. If you like Fields, you're going to like Lance because they're very similar with their talent and their skills. Now, the game film is different, but as far as what the basis of Trey Lance and Justin Fields are, very, very similar. Differences are Trey Lance is a little faster, throws it a little farther, and two and a half years younger. Now, both are off-the-charts intelligent. Fields got into, you know, Harvard, Yale, all those places, but everybody keeps talking about how smart this Trey Lance kid is and how he's just blowing away every interview. Plus, Trey Lance runs a much more complicated offense, calls his own protections, all those things. So there's just all these little tiebreakers. And again, on my big board, you know, the way that I look at it, I have Trey Lance 5 and I have Justin Fields 6. So I love both of them. I'd be happy with both of them. I have McCorkle 21. I don't think McCorkle's got to be the pick. I still don't. Um, I, I'm hoping it's not. If it is, uh, we'll do a shot of tequila together, my friend. Uh, <laughs> it's just kind of where it is. Now, to jump off of quarterback talk for just a quick second, we'll I'm trying to stay in the order of the press conference to try to be as true to that because I like the flow. I really, really did. But uh, the, there was a quick question about everybody's favorite offensive lineman. Good old McGlinchey and his fifth-year option is due soon. What was their response? John, are you going to pick up Mike McGlinchey's fifth-year option? I believe the deadline's next week. Uh, we are. Yeah, we've uh, we've talked with uh, Mike's representative, and we, and we are going to pick up that uh, fifth-year option. Um, 
don't know exactly. I've been focused on the on the draft, but uh, you know, have have let them know that that our intention is to is to pick that fifth year option up. That's happening, man. They've told us this is happening. This isn't something new. Mike McGlinchey, fifth year option is always going. The fifth year option of a first round pick is cheap as hell. It's ten million dollars. Okay, again, teacher over here saying ten million dollars my ass. That's so many salaries. I think I have to teach the rest of my life, and I won't even touch half that. But for an offensive lineman, that's not the case. Ten million. I looked this up just right before the the the, the podcast. Did you know that you can now win up to one hundred? times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks you can turn ten dollars into a thousand with basketball hockey college basketball entries today on prize picks america's number one fantasy sports app and here's what's great it, it you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country including california texas and georgia on top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. $10 million makes him the 22nd highest paid tackle in the NFL. You might not like McGlinchey, but if you don't think that he's the top 20 offensive tackle of the NFL, you're out of your damn mind. Not only is he a top 20 left tackle, he's super young. He plays all the games. He doesn't get hurt. Um, I think he got hurt for like two games the 2019 year. That was it. He is not. He never missed a start in middle school, high school, college, uh, first year. I mean, the dude. He he plays every snap, and incredible offensive run blocking tackle. Does he need to step up? Yes, he does. Um, you know, I, I'm not trying to not criticize McGlinchey, but there is now a problem. And I think this is on social media, and it's it's a little bit of our society as a whole. Um. You have one really bad posterizing-looking play. It's kind of the NBA culture mindset. Everybody says you're trash. No, that's not it at all. <laughs> this is a quality left tackle. You could trade Mike McGlinchey for a very similar haul, probably not as much as what Orlando Brown got. Like, 
the dude is worth a high-end second-round, low-end first-round pick. Is, is he amazing? Is he Pro Bowl level? No, I'm not trying to say that. He's an above-average tackle. And whenever you have a lot of holes, I don't think you have a lot of holes, but whenever you have a few holes that you want to address with the draft, you don't want to walk away from a $10 million right tackle that's affordable. Like That's the 22nd highest-paid tackle in the NFL. He's better than that. Now, if he goes back to what he looked like his rookie year, add some weight, then who knows? Could he be a top 10 tackle? Yes, he could. Is he? No. But could he be that? 100%. Um, so take that for what you will, but it just kind of lets you know that's what it is. Uh, McGlinchey's got to be back at least for one more year, guaranteed only through injury. So it's, it's not that big of a deal. Every, almost all teams pick up fifth round options. Now, um, not, not if you're Solomon Thomas, uh, but whatever, I digress. Uh, (laughs) Let's go back away from that one. Uh, one more question was asked that I wanted to highlight on. And the question was, what about the pressure at the number three pick? And social media. Talked about that as well. This is a little bit of a longer answer from Kyle Shanahan, but I think that this is key not only for our fan base, the faithful, but also individual. Like, this was this was good for me. Like, I needed to hear part of these. I want to talk about them a little bit, non-49ers talk, but I think this is this is key. So what about the pressure being the number three pick for whoever they choose? What does that mean coming in here? It does put pressure on people, but... There's no more pressure to me on any position in sports than an NFL quarterback. So whether you get it right away or you get it later, it doesn't matter. It's coming. Um, you know, I would love to make everyone happy, I and mean, everyone wants to do that. Um, and that's why I've been in this league long enough, though, that you do have to block that stuff out. I mean, it's you can't make decisions based off of that. And it gets it's a lot. I think it used to be a lot easier because you didn't have to carry phones with you or anything. So you got to get very good at not checking that stuff. But I mean, I do go to restaurants. I do go to my kids' soccer games. Um, every single person, whether it's a, a ref, an umpire. Um, another parent, everyone has a strong opinion. Um, and then most people let me know. Um, every one of my friends, um, trust me, they're, most of them are just texting my wife now because they know they don't get a response back. Um, but that's a part of life. And, you know, I, what I'm proud of what we've done is we could have sat there at 12 um, and waited to see which one came to us. And I think whichever one did, if one did, um, you know, like I said, when we started, we think there's five guys. And if one came to us at 12, I think that could have been looked really good. Um, and you don't have to worry about that stuff, and everyone thinks you did it right. But we made a decision in this process that we felt we needed to get a starting quarterback this year and add that to our team. And when we sit there at 12 way back in the day, and um, we wanted to dictate it. And we also were worried maybe the one we end up winning doesn't fall to 12. And why don't we move up there to a spot where we can take the best look at everyone. We know we'll get one. And um, we'll get the one that, after putting in a lot of work and do everything, we feel we're going to get the one that's best for us. Now, you put yourself out there and you give everyone months to decide and talk about it, but, I mean, it is what it is. I'm glad we're going to get one. Um, Yeah, you might add a little pressure to that person. You add a little pressure to the organization and everything, but um, whether it comes now or whether it comes later, there's pressure for everyone in the sport, and um, it doesn't matter. So I'm happy we're going to get one that we like, that we've done it right, and um, I hope the the fans are happy with it. Um, But the key is, ultimately, they're going to be happy based off how we do in the future, not how they feel that night, whether they won the arguments with their friends or things like that. That, That's that's key. 
We all want this instant reaction, instant gratification. Trust me, I, I'm as invested into Trey Lance as, as you possibly can be. You know, obviously with the bets on, you know, mybookie.ag and all those things. I loaded up on Trey Lance long time ago. So I got some plus 1,000 odds on Trey Lance going to the 49ers at three. Uh, I bet Trey Lance going number three before the trade. Because I, I believed in the kid. I believed in the prospect. I believed in what was there. So, uh, trust me, I want that. There's going to be pressure in the NFL, period. But I guarantee you this. All those quarterbacks want to land in the 49er system. Now, maybe not Mac Jones with how much slander and hate has taken place on social media. And, and I'll say this, too. Social media is a great thing. can be a great thing. It can be the worst thing. People attacking each other over whatever. You know, I say this all the time in my class. You know, I, I teach government, so we debate things like <laughs> abortion and racism and Second Amendment rights and all these. Like, it gets heated in my class, and I love that. I like to stir the pot up, and I want these kids to figure out what it is they believe about these, these topics and be educated about them. But what I tell them all the time is, you can attack arguments. You don't attack people. And... In the social media world, it's pretty damn easy to attack these, you know, 22-year-old kids. Trey Lance is only 20. And, you know, it, you dislike them, right? I would dislike a certain quarterback to come to my team. Doesn't mean I attack the guy. And a lot of times, the worst-case scenario gets put out there on social media. Old posts when they were 14 years old, things like that. I'm around high school kids. I get it. They're learning. They're growing. But what you don't do... <laughs> is overreact and take things personal or make them personal. This is a team. I love this team. At the end of the day, it's grown men throwing a ball. Like, and I don't say that to demean. Obviously not. I put full-time effort into this podcast because I love it. But put things into perspective and enjoy the positives. You know, I mute a lot of people. I'm not a blocker on social media, on Twitter for sure. I mute a lot of people because I don't like negativity in my life. I'm not a negative guy. Uh, I, I do things because I enjoy them and because I want to connect with other people. And social media, that's hard sometimes, whatever. You just see the same, and some of them are big-time beat writers, reporters, insiders, that, man, they just go after people for comments and just berate and attack. I can't handle that. That bothers me. That affects my mental attitude. So I block those people. And it, it, it's funny. I'll reach out to people sometimes when I have time. You know, I'll post a clip on any player, and they'll be like, oh, you're wrong on this and this and this and this. And that's okay. They might be right. I'll entertain that. I'll, I'll enter that dialogue. But when the same person jumps into my mentions, you know, 10 straight times on 10 different videos, no matter what I say, they just disagree with me. I'll, I'll just DM them and say, why do you follow me? <laughs> if this has happened to you, like, I do this a lot. Why do you follow me? Everything I say you disagree with and attack, just unfollow me. And if, if there's something I did that upset you, that's cool. It, it's not so much that, like, I get butt hurt. I don't. I got pretty thick skin. I've been through a lot in life. But I don't want that negativity attacking mentality in my, like, whatever. Like, no, no, no. This is fun. This is awesome. If you can't be excited right now as a 49ers fan with a stacked roster, with a great head coach and general manager, we've got, we traded up to the number three pick. We're about to get like a franchise-altering move. This is huge. Could it go wrong? Yes. But this is fun. It's almost like the 49ers had the first overall pick in the draft. And we were just in the Super Bowl, what, how many months ago? 14 months ago? 
Like, we're in a pretty damn good situation. Jim Tomsula's not doing the press conference and fart. <laughs> Let out a fart, right? So put these things in context. Enjoy this. Man, it's Monday as I'm recording this live. You might be listening to this Tuesday morning on your drive to work. I hope you have a great Tuesday, by the way. But, damn, we, we this is incredible. Could it go bad? Yes. Should you hope it goes bad? No. Enjoy this, guys. And girls. I know there's a lot of girls listening. I appreciate that. I uh, love the, uh, the female listening audience. But, man, this is awesome. So, don't attack people. And, man, if the, those... <laughs> Mac Jones truthers are in my mentions nonstop, and I try really, really hard to figure out why they like him so much, and I think that's important. Don't attack. Don't attack. That's, that's not helping anybody. A um, couple things before I jump off. We got a lot of stuff going on this week. Um, we have our Patreon Wednesday night Zoom hangout right before the draft Q&A. So Wednesday night at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time, we're going to be jumping on a Zoom call. Uh, together and just talking about the draft how we feel about things you know might do some mock drafting together and things like that uh that's available to the jerry rice tier of the patreon man we have over 190 patreons i cannot believe it and i really do appreciate the support and it, i think it's a testament to man when you guys want something i want to create it for you and so people just asking man can you break down this draft prospect yep get it to you I just did a She Smith, you know, wide receiver for South Carolina that I like, slot guy, day three guy. But trying to get that information out there to you. Head over there, patreon.com, 49ers Rush Podcast. That lets us do all these giveaways. We got three awesome giveaways. Three awesome giveaways just coming during the draft. Brandon IU jersey. Man, if you haven't entered into that, go over to my Twitter feed, at JL underscore chat. It's one of the last things I tweeted. All you got to do is retweet and follow me on YouTube. You're doing that. Watch the broadcast. We're going to not announce it the first 10 picks. We're giving away two $50 Visa gift cards uh, as well, day one. I'm going to be giving away another jersey, day two. So come watch the draft with us. We're going to be on YouTube. That's the place to watch it. That's where all the giveaways are going to take place. So go hit subscribe on YouTube. Just type in John Chapman or 49ers Rush Podcast. You'll find it. Uh, really do appreciate all the support. And again, it, the next couple of days are going to get rough. And you're going to see it, it's going to get dirty. <laughs> it's going to get dirty, dirty. If you get stressed, just message me. John, is this really happening? I'll try to talk you down. <laughs> I'm doing it about 50 times a day, and that's okay. Enjoy this. If you're one of the people that just got to unplug until the draft starts, man, just unplug. Log out of social media and just stay away from it just for a couple of days. And once the draft's here, we're going to take care of all those things. You guys are incredible. Thank you so much for all the support. It's going to be a fun week. Allow it to be fun. Don't let these people steal your joy. Draft time is the best time of the year. We got the third overall pick. Are you kidding me on this roster? Oh, man, this is awesome. Thank you, guys. And as always, stay strong, faithful. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.